0: Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Now let's get a cup of tea and spend a few minutes together. Here's your host, wife, mother of three and entrepreneur Crystal Payne. It's another episode of the Crystal Pain Show Welcome. Jesse and I went on a movie date yesterday. Yes, we're self-employed, and so that means we get to do movie dates in the middle of the day, which is the best. And we went and saw the movie Unbroken, Path to Redemption. It's the moving sequel to the first movie, Unbroken, which is the story of Louis Zamperini. He was not only in the Olympics, but then he survived in a raft for 47 days after his bomber crash landed in the ocean during World War II. And then get this, after he was picked up, he was sent to a series of prisoner of war camps where he was tortured. He survived, and in this sequel movie, it follows his life after the war, his struggles with PTSD, and it talks how he finally got to a place where he found freedom in forgiving his captors. I highly recommend both movies and the book. I actually listened to the book on audiobook because it's a really long book, but it's so worth reading or listening to. Speaking of books, in this episode, I'm going to tell you about another book that was one of the best books I've read in 2018. I'm also going to share a recipe that I've been eating every single day right now. We're going to talk about finding breathing room and white space in our overcrowded lives with author Bonnie Gray, and I'll close out the show answering a question on how to successfully raise a type A driven child. For the past few weeks, I've been telling you a little bit about Twigby. They are a company dedicated to providing fantastic phone service at great prices. If you missed my previous episodes, I want to tell you eight reasons why I recommend Twigby. First off, there is not a contract and there are no activation or termination fees. Unlike traditional cell phone companies, Twigby gives you the ability to create your own custom prepaid plan without a contract or an unnecessary activation fee. Secondly, it's affordable. When I visited the Twigby site for the first time, I was shocked at how affordable their plans were. Their basic phone plans start as low as $9 per month. And they have a variety of plans, including those that offer unlimited texting and the option to include data. I also love that it's flexible. Flexible. This is my favorite part of their service. Actually, well, the great prices are also, of course, my favorite part, but it's that they offer plan flexibility with the ability to change plans or phones at any time for free. They also offer free overage protection. You can rest easy knowing that you will never be charged for overages without your go-ahead. You have complete control. Also, it's super easy to get started with. You don't have to mess with going to a store and picking out a phone plan. You just go to their site, pick your phone plan and either switch your current phone over or get a new phone and they get it all set up for you. They offer a variety of phones to choose from. You can choose a phone as basic as a flip phone or get something as fancy as an iPhone 7. Their coverage is good, too. We got to try out the Twigby phone service for a few months, and I was very impressed with how great the coverage was. We never had one time that we had any issues with the coverage. And most importantly, they listen to their customers and prioritize customer satisfaction. They actually recently increased their plan allotments due to customer feedback, and current customers automatically got the increase with no additional cost or hoops to jump through. Now, if you're wondering whether you could switch to Twigby, I want you to head over to their site. It's twigby.net forward slash crystal. You can check there to see if your current phone will switch to Twigby and they're going to offer you the opportunity to save 25% off the first six months. So visit twigby.net. That's T-W-I-G-B-Y.net forward slash crystal to find out more and save. And a big thank you to Twigby for sponsoring today's episode. If you're new around here, it's time for the What's Saving My Life segment. It's that part of the show where I tell you about a productivity tip or life hack or an app or an idea I'm implementing, something that I've changed in my life that has made a big difference. You get the point. This week, I'm going to tell you about a recipe, and it's a recipe for banana bread. Because I've been eating so much of it that I think it qualifies as something that's making my life so much better. I typically buy bananas when they are marked down to 39 cents per pound at Kroger. We freeze them and then save them to make our favorite banana bread recipe. And I have been eating at least one to two pieces of it every single day right now. I love that it's a quick snack for after a workout and it's fairly healthful too. I especially love it with peanut butter slathered on top. If you want to turn it into a dessert, you can make it even better by adding some chocolate chips to it. And I love it cold Or warm with butter. Anyway, just bring on the banana bread. Best of all, you can make multiple loaves and freeze them for later. So what's saving my life? Banana bread. And of course, I'll link to our favorite banana bread recipe in the show notes. My book pick for this week is actually a book I read a number of months ago, but it was so good that I have to share it with you. It's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, and it came recommended to me by my friend Melissa. I hadn't heard of it before and wasn't sure what I was going to think of it, but she told me I had to read it. So I started reading, and within a few chapters, I knew it was going to be one of those really life-changing books. In fact, after I finished reading it, I have to tell you that I would say it qualifies as one of the best books that I read this year. I slowly savored a chapter or two per day, and I was really sad when it was over with. This book is all about how our emotional and spiritual health are so tied together and how we often overlook this. The author talks about how we often seem to think that our past and our baggage and all the things we try to pretend don't exist or that we stuff down or that we don't deal with won't affect us in the long run, but it will. There are so many things I glean from this book and so many sections that challenge me in deep ways, and I feel like I'm going to be processing its message for a long time to come. One of the areas in the book that really encouraged me was to recognize how much the changes I've made in the last two years to slow down and savour life more have really impacted me in very healthy ways. They've allowed me to become so much healthier physically, mentally, and spiritually. And of course, I have to share a quote with you that I loved. There are so many that I could choose from, but this quote really hit home for me. It says true freedom comes when we no longer need to be somebody special in other people's eyes because we know we are lovable and good enough. As a Christian, I can rest knowing that I am enough in Christ. I am loved. I am redeemed. I am forgiven. And when I live in light of this truth, I can walk in amazing freedom and confidence. And I can love other people so much more deeply and authentically. I don't know where I first saw Bonnie Gray's book, Finding Spiritual White Space, but I picked it up a few years ago and started reading it. And it wasn't anything like I expected it to be, but it was everything that I needed to read. If you're struggling with feeling like you're constantly running on empty and you don't have time for rest or for breathing room, or for white space. I would really recommend this book. She also has a follow-up book that I just recently read called Whispers of Rest. And this book gives you practical ways to really cultivate that white space in your life. And I'm honored to have Bonnie Gray on the show with us today. Welcome, Bonnie. It's so good to be here with
1: you, Crystal. Thank you.
0: I know that so many women, they're just longing for this white space. It sounds amazing to you know, find that space for your soul to breathe and for you to just not be so overwhelmed. But they'll say, but where would I find time for this? I have such a busy schedule. There's no way that I can actually have this. And so I'd love for you to give some really practical suggestions and advice for ways that women can carve out more rest and white space in their life.
1: Okay, so this is the fun part, right? This is yes. the fun part. Soul care is really important. So first of all, think of what would energize you. A lot of times when we think about how to take care of ourselves, we kind of feel like, Oh, you know, we just immediately start, oh my God, I should do this. I should drink more water, I should go to bed earlier. All these shoulds. It just just drains you. So you gotta first start with what energizes you. For instance, and it's only ten minutes. A lot of research that I've done about soul care and self-care, 10 minutes is all it takes. So a lot of times we go, well, I can't go for a walk every day. I can't jog 30 minutes a day. Actually, what energizes you only takes 10 minutes. A walk is very simple. Taking a walk, taking a stroll. This can be in the morning after we drop off the kids. It can be at night after putting the kids to bed. Or it can be during the day when you have lunch, just take 10 minutes. Research shows 10 minutes of walking outside actually releases serotonin and makes your body feel better. Even if you're not in the mood crystal, it's okay. Usually if you need to go for a walk, those are the times when you're not in the mood. Mm -hmm. So don't wait until you're in the mood. Do not wait until you're in the mood. Just when you're feeling grumpy, you're all fogged up. You say, okay, I am going, you go take a walk outside and research shows it's even least it releases more serotonin. Get this than 20 minutes of cardio. Wow. Yes. So sometimes we think, Oh, if I make my health better, then I will feel better. Yes, obviously, you know, we need cardio and all that good stuff. But if you're talking about stress and anxiety, it's your soul, something inside and you want serotonin. The other thing is listening to music. So I say experience like start small try to put more experiences into your day. And they can be very small. For instance, listening to music. When I used to pick up my kids immediately, I would be like, okay, what's your homework? What are your to do's? Let's figure out what you need to to do, right? Mm -hmm. Why did I talk to them like that? Because that's how I talk to myself. Mm. The minute I used to get up in the morning, okay, Bonnie, what do you need to do? Get these things done. Do the ones that you hate the most, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's like, I am just driving myself. And so I realized once I started doing soul care and making space for myself, I'm like, wait a minute, (sighs) take a deep breath. What is something small that I enjoy? Okay. I like music. Okay. I like music. And again, we don't even have to be in the mood. Research shows if you start playing music, even it's in the background, the way God made us, something about music will start lifting your spirit. Do you ever get that feeling, Crystal, when you're just you just put on some song and then immediately you're either, you know, full of peace in that moment, right? Yes. Or yes. you feel energized. Okay. So now when I pick up the kids, I know what are the songs mm-hmm. that would be calming or maybe cheer them up, you know, and so our right back. I'm not going to ask them. Now when I pick them up, we play some music and I say, Hey, so what was your day like? Did something interesting happen? Okay, so experiences, what, what their experience is. And then later after we have a snack, then I will ask him, okay, let's take a look at what's, what's on the deck for you. Okay, so something small is like, for instance, music and creating pockets of rest. So experience also has to do with your body. So taking that bath and that shower at night is very important. A lot of times we're very functional. More things that we can do that's not just functional, the better it is for your soul. So a lot of times we will just maximize our schedule so that we can get more done. But you need to put in little things, even if it's a bath for 10 minutes. Again, research shows, you know, when you have a hug, God created so that our skin has receptacles right below our skin. And if we hug each other, like skin on skin, like, you know, a hug, it releases oxytocin. It's mm-hmm. a relaxing hormone that goes through your body. Now, interestingly enough, a bath also does that. Water as it surrounds us also does that crystal. Mm. So something simple. And these things I know are simple. We all know them, but we just need permission. And sometimes when we learn the research behind it, we also um, combine that with what God says about us. And I wanted to share this verse. It changed my life. Um, Jesus said, Come to me, those who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest for your soul. The part that changed my life is that I noticed that Jesus didn't say, come to me cheerful. Mm -hmm. Come to me hopeful. Come to me optimistic Mm -hmm. and ready to do things. No, he said, come to me weary. So this really um, changed me because I noticed that God cares about the moments we think are throw away. Mm -hmm. Okay, we might think that they're leftovers. Oh, you know, I'm feeling down. Okay, quick, quick, quick. Let me just shove that to the side. Jesus is like, no, that's what the world says. That's the, you know, when you go to work in the office, when you have to get things done, obviously we need to be competent. But Jesus says, I'm your safe place. This is where you can renew, recharge with me. Your emotions are important to me. Tell me how you feel. Some of us, though, need a really big boost. So we need big things. I talked about small things, but we need big things, some of us. And so some of those big things is actually going away for a getaway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, whether it be a Saturday morning, going to the spa for some of us. Some of us is I need to go with some friends and we need to plan it out. Um, for some of us, it's very simple. Like I need to have coffee once a week. I need to have coffee. This is a rhythm that I have found for myself. Once a week, I need coffee. We need conversation and social media. All research shows that social media. Obviously, we do it for marketing purposes, but when when it goes into our personal life, all research shows it causes anxiety. Mm. Heart rates go up, blood pressures go up. We compare our brain naturally compared. That's how our brain, God created our brains to learn is through comparison. But unfortunately, when people start sharing personal photos that are just crafted for, you know, utter ideal selling and marketing of things, we're like, oh, wah, 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 you know, I feel bad about myself in my life. (sighs) So anyhow, real experiences and real conversations is really the medicine and the soul. So having that coffee is more than just for fun. It's actually important to take that time to text somebody and to be able to uh, have coffee. And I think one of the things practically for uh, married couples, one thing that started changing is a uh, before my husband and I, we would talk a lot about how we would juggle all the tasks of picking up and groceries and, and, and home things. And I realized, you know what, there's no space where I can ask him, hey, how are you doing? What is it you need to get refreshed? Mm -hmm. So my husband and I started swapping Saturday mornings or say a weeknight where we would put on the calendar. This is my white space. What's your white space? That is a lot more amenable than saying, you know, I always do all the work around here and I need my time. It's more like, you know what, honey? Both of us, I realize, are really stressed. You're working so hard and I'm working so hard. We sh- we need to take better care of ourselves. You know, you haven't done X, Y, Z in a while. You haven't gone out with your guy friends in a while or you haven't done this other thing for a while. Let's, let's do this. Let's help each other. And it becomes like a partnership to help each other.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I think being in tune to one another's needs and talking about it and communicating about it is so important in a marriage, and it's so important to have that accountability with your spouse. Um, I know for me, with my husband, knowing when I'm starting to feel frazzled or act frazzled in him sometimes, especially when we had two young kids and um, he was gone all day at work and you know, he would just say, I just want you to go out tonight. Just go out for an hour. And usually I'd be like, no, 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 no. I, I need to stay home. I have so much to do. And he would literally kind of push me out the door gently and be like, no, you need to go. And every time when I would come back, then I'd be like, oh. I feel so much better. It feels like there's, you know, roses and rainbows and the birds are singing. It's just knowing that about your, you know, your spouse so that you can have those conversations and you can say, Hey, you need to have some white space. You haven't had some recently. So that's really good. Okay. I want to talk about the two questions that I always ask all of my guests. And so what are you reading right now?
1: Oh, yes. That's so fun. That's why I love I love your book lists, your weekly book lists. Okay. I'm reading Max Lucado, Anxious for Nothing, mm-hmm. obviously, because I love anything about rest. And yes. of course, Max is awesome. And then I'm still like, I still have my left brain, which is the, you know, the productivity part of me. And this one is called Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett mm-hmm. and Dave Evans. And it's saying, treat your life more as a design project which mm-hmm. is like cool because I used to just treat it more like as a project plan mm-hmm. <laughs> so how can I design my life and then third I like to read like good literary stories getting into like my literary self so I like I'm reading Gilead again by mm-hmm. Marilyn I've Robinson I've heard that one's really good oh it's really good writing and it slows you down like these mm-hmm. books are good because as you read it, like the sentences are really long, Crystal, but that's good, right? Mm-hmm. It's good <laughs> it to take the time. Yes. yes. And actually, that is also another easy way to do rest in white spaces reading. And then my last book I'm reading is uh, Joy Luck Club. I'm returning it to it again, because I, I it's inspiring me as a writer. I, I want to write something that Is along the lines of my Asian American heritage. Mm. So I want to read books that are along that line as well. Yes.
0: Okay. And then what's saving your life right now? This could be a productivity tip or a life hack, an app, anything that is making your life better, easier, or more enjoyable. Oh, this
1: one I have to thank my husband for if I'm trying to, you know, practice, right? Rest and mm-hmm. have my soul care. It's so easy. If somebody suddenly texts me and, or like I get an email, I'll immediately be captured. I called it being captured. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, it's almost like you imagine somebody with a hook, right? And like, oh, and I'm outside of my white space immediately. So my husband said, uh, do not disturb. Mm. You could use, put your phone in do not disturb mode. But, you know, all of us who always think, like, oh, but what if the school's burning down or my child is sick or, oh, my friend needs to call me. So he said you could just uh, mark those people as favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I know. I didn't know that. So here was your know, song and I didn't know that. So now I can just go. I can go for my walk just minutes and, uh, you know, or listen to my music or whatever it is I want to do. I want to go to the cafe, get a pastry, 10 minutes, anytime. These are pockets of rest. I use do not disturb and it's saving my life.
0: I love that. And I've actually never tried using it before, but I've heard of it. And I keep being like, I really should set that up because I love that the idea of just being able to shut everything off. And I think it's really important in this world where we have so much social media and people can just kind of get in touch with us at the touch of a button and how we need to be able to carve out that space and be able to set the boundaries. And it's not like... I feel like in the olden days, you could just, I don't know, take your phone off the hook or something. And now you you can't, but you can with things like do not disturb. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for coming on today and sharing such valuable and practical information. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been so fun. This is a pocket of rest. Oh, thank you. On today's Q&A segment, I'm answering a question from Kristen on how to raise a driven child. Here's what she asked. As a non-type A person, she says, I've always been the peacemaker, mild-mannered, mellow, shy, introverted. How can I help my very type A son? I worry a lot that I'm taking his drive out of him because sometimes his competitiveness and his constant spewing of ideas is just way too much for my brain to handle. I want to encourage him, but it's also way beyond my capacity to understand how his brain works and to relate to it. And I feel like I can slowly see him change, which breaks my heart. But I also don't know how to be more helpful to him. We do sports every season and he's done piano. It's just that that seems like my limit. And I could tell he would do so much better with a more driven mom who would really push him to his limits. And I feel so scattered as a mom and have a hard time pushing myself, let alone anyone else. Well, Kristen, I just want to encourage you. You need to hear this. You are the best mom for your child. You are uniquely equipped and designed to mother this driven child that you've been given. Please do not ever doubt that. My second daughter, Caitlin, is the complete opposite of me in so many ways. She's incredibly creative and artistic. She just can't not create. And as she's gotten older, this really became a source of frustration to me, since she was constantly making what felt like messes all over our house in the name of a, quote, new idea or a new craft project. To be honest, I didn't see much beauty in her creations. I only saw the messes that she was making in her wake. Now, I have to say, I'm learning that to creative hearts, these things aren't messes at all. These are spaces where beauty and life is being birthed. But I didn't see it like that for so long, and I missed out on so much beauty because I only saw what looked like a mess. I didn't appreciate the way God had wired my daughter because I was so busy trying to stuff her into my neat and orderly little box. All the while, I was inadvertently crushing her spirit. You see, her soul needs to be creating. It's in her DNA. Just like I am fulfilled by crossing things off a to-do list and by having my kitchen clean, she feels fulfilled by creating. It's so different than me, but instead of being frustrated by it like I was for so long, I'm slowly learning to really savor and embrace it. God knew that I needed a jolt out of my utilitarian, minimalist, INTJ, type A-driven world, so He sent me Caitlin. And the more I fully accept and embrace her for who she is and how she is wired, the more I realize how much she adds to our home and to our life. I don't want to try to stuff her into that little box anymore. I want our home to be a canvas for her soul to breathe. But at the same time, I also know that I have a need for our home to be orderly. And so she and I have had conversations around what could this look like so that I am not overwhelmed with all of her creativity, but she also has space to create. And so we have designated areas in our home where these are her areas to create, and I don't clean them up. I don't pick them up. She can just create all she wants in those spaces. But she also knows that she's not supposed to bring all of her creative messes into my spaces and spill her slime everywhere on the floor or something. So we found these healthy compromises, and it's allowed her to be able to exercise these gifts that God has given her without being super frustrating to me. I sat down with Jesse this morning as well, and I asked him your question, Kristen, and I got some feedback from him, and he was talking with me about what it looked like to be a very driven child, and what advice I would give a parent thinking of it from that perspective. And so I wanted to encourage you with things that I have learned on my journey with Caitlin, as well as things from the perspective of being a very driven person. Number one, I want to encourage you to become a student of your child. Read everything you can on personality types and how to understand your child's personality. I love Reading People by Ann Bogle. This gives you an overview of the different personality typings and gives you encouragement for how to relate better to others. Secondly, have an open and honest communication line with him. Slowly ease into having really honest conversations about how your son is wired and how you want to encourage him in his giftings. Really listen to him. Learn from him. Create space for him to share how he feels and what he's struggling with. Encourage him and affirm his giftings and how he is wired. Third, don't doubt yourself. Remind yourself often that you are uniquely created and gifted to love and raise and nurture your unique child. No one else is as equipped or loves him as much as you do. And finally, let him fly. He is likely very self-motivated and doesn't need you to actually motivate or drive him. He's already driven. It's in his DNA. You just need to provide opportunities for him to thrive and give him the affirmation as he steps out and tries new things. And truth be told, he will probably fail at some things. That's okay. Let him fail and then be a safe place for him to vent and talk when he needs to. As always, if you have a question on any topic you'd love for me to answer on a future episode, email it to crystal at money saving mom.com. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Crystal Payne Show. Have a great day. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpayne.com.